Your top five burning questions about women answered. Welcome to the Men's Dating Guide. I'm Margaret, clinical therapist turned dating coach for men. In this guide, I will take you through understanding women, what they want, and how to be the most attractive version of yourself naturally. By combining psychology of attraction, dating skills, and a little bit of perspective, you can have the dating life you crave. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Elevated Man. I am thankful for all y'all who are listening. Today is going to be juicy, and I really like when I do these question and answers because it kind of helps to pull me out of my own brain and my own perspective and really focus on the things that you guys um, who are out there dating women are struggling with or are really wondering about. And I always love (laughs) to read your questions because some of the questions are really out there. Some of them are really common. When you have a common question or a common problem, it just seems like every guy is wondering about it. So Uh, To jump right in, I am going to go with the top five questions that I have gotten, I'd say, over the past few months, um, either via email or through my website, elevatedmancoach.com. And feel free, you can go all the way to the bottom of the website, elevatedmancoach.com, and you can click that contact button and you can send me a quick little message through there if you do have a question that you want me to answer and I will get back to you. Um, Or maybe you will hear your question answered on my podcast. So be sure and listen. So the first one is, do I really need to go to the gym? I mean, she should like me for who I am. Okay. So there's two parts to this question. I am going to go with the first part. Do I really need to go to the gym? And I am very direct and honest and I am very solution oriented. So the answer is yes. You need to go to the gym. Or I should say this, you need to be sweating multiple times a week. So if you don't physically like the act of actually going to a gym, there are many other physical activities that you can do where you're sweating. You can play a sport. You can ride a bike. You can go running. Um, I like the idea of the men that I work with or any even men that aren't working with me, um, but if you're looking for help in the dating realm, to go into a gym because you're around that masculine energy, you're around um, men that are that are you know furthering themselves. They're building who they are. They're focused and they're committed to living their best lives. And the physical health is just as important as the social health and all of the other aspects of life. So there's something about that camaraderie. And there's also something about that commitment, right? Of getting in your car and actually going to the gym versus just doing, you know, like a YouTube video or lifting a few weights at home. And granted, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's where you need to start, great. But I think that making a commitment, buying that gym membership and going multiple times a week is important. So not to get on a tangent, but to continue to answer this question, she should like me for who I am. Absolutely, she should like you for who you are. But here's the problem. When you first meet a woman, she has no idea who you are. Okay, think about that for a second. She has no idea your values, 
She has no idea how well you may treat her or may not. She has no idea, you know, your heart and your soul. She has no idea your drive. She has no idea your success. She has no idea your potential. She has no idea how a relationship may come to develop between the two of you. And it could be the most amazing thing she's ever experienced. So you want to give yourself the best shot. Not only that, when you're going to the gym, when you're sweating, when you're exercising, when you're playing tennis, when you're mountain biking, when you're jogging, when you're sweating, you are changing your brain chemistry in a positive way. You are getting happy chemicals in your brain that are changing the way you feel about yourself. They are changing your happiness levels. They are decreasing your your depression levels. They are making you feel more energized. It is getting you out of your head. So this isn't just about looks. This is also about having a discipline and deciding that you are going to put yourself first and care about yourself and further yourself physically and knowing how this is impacting your mental health. But it doesn't hurt that you're building some muscle, that you're leaning out, you know, that you care about your body. These things are all important and it's certainly going to give you a leg up to the guy that doesn't go to the gym. Not just the physical reasons, but the physical reasons are important too. You know, I do want to say that a lot of the guys that I work with have ideas about the kinds of women that they want, or maybe they're really struggling with getting a date with the kinds of women that they want because those women are on a completely different level than they are. Those women are going to the gym. Those women have incredible bodies because they work on their bodies five, six, seven times a week because they care about what they eat, because they're focused on, you know, elevating themselves to the highest potential. Are you doing that too? Are you her match? If you want that, you have to be a match for that. If she's making the commitment to care about herself and to go to the gym or to work out, are you? And if you're not, how would she be into you? And I'm going to tell you this. Women who really are successful, you know, physically or successful in work and then are attracting maybe men that are not on the same level as far as personal growth and caring about themselves, there's a deficit in that. Meaning, why is she going for someone who's lower than her? So you want to be with a healthy woman who is attracted and looking for someone who's on her same level. And trust and believe, this isn't about being born on a certain level or your level just innately being, you know, let's say a level three. You can be a level 10. You just have to put in the work. You can be any level you want. You are certainly not stuck where you are. You want to date 10 out of 10 women? Great, amazing, awesome, let's do it. But what are you doing to become a 10 out of 10 yourself? Are you going to the gym? Are you working on that part of yourself? So to circle back to that question, do I really need to go to the gym? I mean, she should like me for who I am. She doesn't know who you are. Yes, you need to go to the gym. It's helping you with your mental health. And then the third piece is she's not going to be able to know who you are if she sees you as someone who doesn't care for himself and she cares for herself. She's not going to be attracted to that because she's going to want someone who's 
equal to her. All right, the next question. Uh, why match with me and then say nothing? I mean, what is the point of matching if you're just going to ghost? This is getting really frustrating. Okay. I have a few things to say on this. The number one thing I want to say is don't get frustrated. And the easy answer is you literally need to move on to the next one. That's the simple answer. But let's dive a little bit deeper into the psychology behind why she might match with you and then not message or ghost or, you know, not respond. So she's swiping likely on many profiles. She's likely getting many matches. She's likely getting many messages. And I would say that probably the number one reason why she didn't message you back when she matched with you is because she's focused on another match. And that's okay. Don't blow it up. Don't ruin your chances by sending a vicious message. You know, don't get angry. I'm going to go into the strategy behind how to respond in a minute, but You know, if she matches with you and then doesn't respond to your initial message, you can't take it personal. She knows nothing about you. Another reason why she might not respond is she looked at your photos once. She thought that you'd be, you know, a decent match or someone to try. So she matches. Then you send a message and maybe the message in combination with what she's seeing on your profile, she's like, this isn't going to work or, you know, I don't want to invest in this. Let me explain. Let's say your pictures are so-so, she's not totally attracted, or something that you wrote on your bio is just bland, right? Nothing to draw her in, but you seem okay. She's going to swipe on you, and then you say, hey, how's it going? That's too much. She's already over it. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Hey, how's it going is a generic message. It doesn't show that there's any investment from you, and if she's already on the fence which you absolutely can change, by the way, you absolutely can change this on a dating app. If she's already on the fence though, and then you give her that bland generic message that doesn't pull her in, that doesn't show investment, she's gonna be like, he's not invested, he hasn't piqued my interest at all, I'm not you know, feeling anything, so I'm just not gonna respond, it's not worth my time. I don't feel like going through the whole oh, you know, my day was good, I went to work, waiting for the response, having you give another generic response, my day was good too, back and forth, back and forth. So it's not as simple as she matched with me, she should continue to message me. It's, she's in her head. So if you want to get her out of her head, I'd say number one is starting with really good profile photos and a really good profile. That's definitely something that we can help with on the website, go into the coaching packages and the dating profile overhaul is one of those things. We can get you some good results, some good matches by just changing what you have in your profile. Um, But the second part is, you know, she's just bored with it. And dating, dating apps, as you well know, can be a grind. And she doesn't feel like putting in the effort in because it doesn't seem like you're putting the effort in. So that message, that first message or those follow-up message messages, there's a strategy to it. You can't just keep with the mundane. Even if your intention is to keep her engaged and to show that you're interested in her, how was your day? You know, what kind of food do you like? This shit is boring. Okay? And there's different types of women who are going to entertain that. 
but she's not into it. Unless this is like her first month on a dating app ever and she's really afraid about meeting in person. A woman who has her life together doesn't have time for letting you know what her favorite food is and how her day was and how she enjoyed the weather on a dating app. She has shit she has to get done. So make her laugh. Ask her something really pointed and really specific about something she has on her profile that other people are not doing and put some intention behind it and then ask her out a few messages in don't go more than three days please a few messages in ask her out show that intention show that masculine energy go after it ask her out get off the app this next question I get from a lot of the guys that I work with they're really wanting to know how do I know who to approach How do I know if she has a boyfriend? How do I know if she's going to say yes if I go up and talk to her? How do I know she's not going to laugh in my face? How do I know she's not going to ignore me? And then I think from a lot of the stuff that you see online, there's a lot of this kind of, you know, uh, clickbaitish stuff like, you know, her body signals or the way her body language is. Look for this body language. And granted, that stuff is important. But I'm going to give you the simple answer again. A lot of simple answers on here. The simple answer is approach everyone. Approach everyone that you want to approach. And approach within like five to ten seconds. Don't wait. Because the longer you wait, the more you get in your head. And the more you get in your head, getting in your head equals sense like censoring yourself and overthinking. And the overthinking and the censoring yourself is what leads to you being creepy and awkward. Creepy is I'm looking at her from across the room over and over again and I'm not approaching her. I'm viewing her from a distance. That's creepy. Approaching is not creepy. Awkward is censoring yourself in your head and then stumbling on your words because you censored yourself. So just approach her. I mean, in some general rules of thumb, if you see a wedding ring or you've seen her with a guy that night, you know, who she's with, you know, I'd probably not approach her. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say don't, don't, but I mean, if she has a wedding ring on, there's probably no, you know, it's probably going to go nowhere. Um, and if she's with a guy, you know, you never know. It could be like her brother, her cousin, it could be her friend. She might not even be into the guy, but usually it's most likely it's someone she's on a date with. Um, And then I do want to follow up with when you do approach her, her response largely is more about her than it is about you. You don't know what kind of day she's been having. You don't know what kind of text message she just got. You don't know that her aunt, you know, um, just got sick last week and, you know, is really ill and she's thinking about, you know, the care for her. You don't know. Maybe she's got some work stress or she just lost her job. You don't know. Maybe she was even just broken up with. So don't let her response tell you not to continue to approach women. And then additionally, you know, I'll give you some, a personal example. I've had people approach me and I'm waiting for the man to lead the situation. So a guy will come up and say hi, and I can tell he's a little anxious, which is totally fine. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to discriminate on men based on that. So you're a little anxious, fine. But he'll say, hi, how's it going? And I'll say, you know, it's going well. 
And then he'll just kind of stand there and smile at me and not say anything else. And I'm not leading. I am not leading. And you shouldn't expect her to lead. So if you approach her, you better know what you're going to say. And I don't mean that in a harsh way. And actually, you don't even need to know what the next, what the second or third or fourth line is going to be because you can use cues from your environment as you move along. You can improv, okay? So you go up to her, you say, hey, how's it going? And she goes, hey, it's, it's going well. Don't go inside your head and try and figure out what to say next. Look around you. What does she have in her hand? Is she wearing a necklace? Does she have a drink? Is she eating? Does she have a menu in front of her? Do you like her shoes? Does she have a bright blazer on? Any of those things. Pro tip, speak specifically to something she's wearing in a positive way. Let me, let me remind you. Don't say something like, wow, that's a really, you know, that's a really, I don't know, like a really different shirt you're wearing because she may take that as you don't like it. Just stick with something simple, a simple compliment, something positive, um, and then go from there. If you don't want to speak specifically about her, even though that's a good recommendation, that's my best advice, you know, talk about how busy the place is. Ask her if she comes here. Ask her if she has a recommendation. So go off the environment. Don't try to decode her when you're first meeting her. So answer that question. Who to approach? How do you know who to approach? Don't approach people with rings. Don't approach people on dates. Approach everyone else. Period. Another question that I get pretty often is some version of how do I touch her without being creepy? How do I move into the physical space? How do I hold her hand? How do I know if she's open to being touched? So this is an awesome question because there's a really concrete answers for this. You can do something like, let's say you're getting up to go to the bathroom. You can lightly put your hand on the back, the upper back of her shoulder, just kind of as a, you know, like as a, as a touch point to say, you know, I'll be right back. So that's kind of a way to like lean into her kind of just for maybe one, two, three seconds, touch the lower backside of her shoulder. Um, you know, I'll be right back. Another way to go about touching her to see if she's receptive, but this one is a little bit more, a little bit more like getting closer, closer. So maybe second date, if you're confident with your chemistry with her and you're feeling like she's really relaxed and open, she's leaning into you, she's giving you really heavy eye contact, maybe she's already touched you like on the knee or something like that on the shoulder, is you can kind of go in and maybe like touch the tips of her hair. And I always say, remember, like if her hair is long and it's like toward her boobs, you don't want to be like grabbing her hair so you're also touching her boob. Um, but you can kind of just like maybe with your thumb and like first two fingers just kind of go in and kind of like just touch three seconds, the tips of her hair. Um, that's a good one. And then I always say go in for a hug on the first meet. So if this is a first meet, a first date, I always recommend leaning in for a hug. I know I lived in Miami for like 15 years and living in Miami, this became very natural. Everyone down there hugs and does the double, the double cheek kiss, double, double kiss on the cheek. So it's totally not you know, weird for me at all, but I always feel like when you're going on a date, this is, you know, we're not in the friend zone anymore. So it's important to, to break that touch barrier and a hug certainly can be seen as platonic and certainly is not, you know, something sexual if you don't want it to be. So go in and, and go in for that hug. 
And I know sometimes what will happen with a hug to make it awkward, and listen up because this is a way to not make your hug awkward, is a guy will go in for a hug and maybe she's going in at the opposite way. Like he's putting his right arm up and she's maybe putting, what would it be? Her, oh my gosh. She's putting the same arm up so like both of their hands are like going toward a high five instead of them being on opposite diagonals of the hug to go in for it. And then he'll pull back and awkwardly switch arms and she's switching arms and then it just becomes like this dance where they can't get in for the hug. If you're going in for the hug with your right arm in and she goes in with the wrong arm in, do not switch. Do not switch. Do not switch and try and correct it. Continue to go in. Commit to the hug. Because what happens is, and this may seem really nuanced, but I know for a lot of guys, this is very, very helpful. Because for a lot of first dates, if you go in and you pull back all weenie-like trying to fix the hug, that's like an instant attraction killer. You're going to commit to the hug. You're going to hug her, and it's going to be great. So... You know, if you're going in for the hug and you're feeling like it's awkward, go in, go in full force. Don't like smack her on the face or anything by accident. Don't like smack her in the hand as you're going in for the hug. Um, don't squeeze her super hard, but just commit to the hug. Go in. Don't try and fix it mid hug because that's just, it just feels really awkward. She's going to feel really awkward. It's going to be weird. Let her to be the one to be, to be correcting. You're the, the strong energy, the masculine energy who's guiding the hug, who's the one who's initiating the hug. And by nature, if you're initiating the hug, don't pull away once you're half in it. And number five, a really popular one that I get a lot is, why did we have a great date and then I never hear from her again? She ghosts me. And I just don't understand because we had such an enjoyable time together. So, unless she died, the only explanation would be the date didn't go as well as you thought. And that's all there is to it, really. It's very simple. So, the question is, why is it that there was such a disconnect between how you felt the date was going? Good. And how she experienced the date. Bad. Or maybe not even bad, but not as good as you. You know, and this could be you're just so excited to go out with her that you're really only focused on yourself, whether or not you believe it. So you may be aware of what she's wearing and how she looks and you love what she's talking about, but you're not actually in the energy of the moment. You're not actually recognizing that she keeps averting her gaze, that she keeps her arms crossed. You're not recognizing that she keeps looking in her purse, maybe looking at her phone. She's gone to the bathroom six times. You're not noticing that when you're talking, she's just going, "Uh uh-huh, 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 and isn't really hearing you or responding or engaging in the conversation. Maybe you're doing all the talking And you're really excited to share with her things about yourself and and to talk with her, but you're not realizing that she's totally not into it and you're just talking, blabbing at her. So some of the work that I do with the men that I coach is helping these men understand how to be more in tune with a woman. So a guy will go on a date, he'll tell me how it went, and we'll really walk through the pieces of recognizing her body language, 
understanding how much you're giving versus how much she's giving. How open is she really being? And being able to match that or not be so unbalanced where you're doing all the giving, you're being so open, and then she's really closed off. How to pace the date so you're, not that you're meeting her pace, because we really want you to set it, but that you're not outrunning her because that's a big turnoff for a woman as well. And it can make her want to put on the brakes even when maybe she would have gone on a second, third, fourth date with you. So there's a lot of work that can be done if you feel like you're going on a lot of first dates, a lot of second dates, and then these women are not following up or they're ghosting you. And then I'll also say that it might have been an enjoyable date for both parties. But she has it in her head that, you know, your shoes weren't right. Your job isn't right. You talk too fast. You, or it could be something more substantial, like you want kids, she doesn't want kids, she wants kids, you want kids, vice versa, like a non-match in that way. And she's putting all the weight on something that maybe you aren't realizing she's putting weight on. So while it may seem superficial that she's not going out again with you because of the way you're dressed, that's on her, right? She's allowing for these things. There's something that's blocking her from being open to an ongoing meaningful connection where she's using something as simple as your outfit. And this does happen. I hear this from my friends. This does happen where women decide, you know, I'm just totally turned off by it. I can't go out with him again because of his, his clothes or whatever, that's on her. You got to let that go. Sure, there are things we can do to work on your appearance and to make sure, you know, your clothes fit right and you're wearing, you know, stuff that's within the realm of looking good for you. But you don't want somebody that, and I don't even want to call it superficial because I feel like superficial is just the block that is keeping her from allowing her to put her guard down and really follow through with a man on a date, more, more than one date. Um, but you don't need that anyway. There really are, as cliche as this sounds, many fish in the sea. But what holds you away from finding your fish is focusing on the girl that ghosted you after the first date. That is holding you back. I will leave you with that. I am so glad you listened to this. I know you can find this helpful. And if you want to learn more about coaching with me, go to elevatedmancoach.com. Click the booking tab and you can see all the different types of booking options that we have. Email support. We have a 10-week coaching package or if you just want a one-off coaching session with me to talk about some of your dating struggles and we can develop a plan for you to transform your dating life, you can go and find it there. Also, if you enjoyed this, please pop me with five stars. Just hit that five-star button. I would really appreciate it. This helps more guys just like you find this podcast and it would mean a lot to me. So I will talk to you on the next one and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.